Oh, amen. On the mountain bleaks or out on the stormy sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul. My heavenly Father watches over me, and I trust in God. Amen. Praise God. Matthew chapter 9 this morning, verse 27. Thank you, musician. It's good to have everybody here again this morning. Yes, sir. I probably won't be too long, okay? That's what he said. He says, Papa, don't be too long. (laughs) Train up a grandchild in the way to go. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thy son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touch ye their eyes, saying, According to your faith be it unto you. And their eyes were open, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they went, but they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. Amen. And I want to minister to you from this thought this morning. Amen. Be it done unto you according to your faith. Pray with me one more time. Father, again, we love you. Thank you, Jesus, again today, God, for thy grace and mercy, Lord. And there is none like you, God. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay with us, God. And I give you honor and I give you praise, God. Let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed. Our trust and our hope is in you, Lord God. And I truly appreciate all that you do this day in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. Be it done unto you according to your faith. Amen. When we look at the New Testament church, amen, we see so much about faith. Amen. We are told that we walk by faith. We live by faith. We act by faith. Everything is all about faith. We're justified by faith. There's so many scriptures throughout the Bible to encourage us, to lift us, to build up our faith in. If we don't grasp it, then we find ourselves oscillating back and forth. But God wants us to, to have faith. Amen. He wants us to trust. He wants us to believe in His abilities and His power. Jesus says, I am come that you might have life and that more abundantly. And we have to believe that what He said is true. When Nicodemus came to Him by night, Amen, and Nicodemus began to talk to Him, when you look closely at it, even though Jesus began to tell Him that He needed to be born again of the water and the Spirit, He's really 
really strengthening his faith to get him to believe and to be able to see. And part of that third chapter, Jesus began to say to him, Are you not a master of Israel and know not these things? You see, if you are a leader of, of God's people, then you are supposed to know that you walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. We have got to grasp this thing called faith. Amen. And we've got to be able to believe that what God says in His Word is true. This is why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews eleven six that he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We can't lean to our own understanding as Solomon says when we begin to trust in the Lord. You notice what he says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. You see, if you trust God, but you lean to your own understanding, you're going to get disappointment. That's why he said, trust in him, but don't lean to your own understanding. And this is why Isaiah says, God's ways are not your ways, and neither are his thoughts your thoughts. His ways are much higher than our ways, and his thoughts is much higher than our thoughts. You see, faith does not always face the facts. In other words, faith doesn't give up. You see, facts can say this, but faith says, no, I don't believe that is the end of it with God. You see, this is why the Shulamite woman in the Old Testament, after she didn't have a child, but yet Elijah told her that she was going to have a child. And after she had the child, the Bible lets us know that one day the child goes out to the field. He's with his father in the field, and all of a sudden the kid gets a headache. And dad calls a servant and says, take him back to the house to his mother. And here's the child on the mother's lap and the child dies. And as a result, the mother just takes the child and takes him up to the prophet's chamber and lays him on the bed. She goes back out and calls her husband and says, send me a donkey or send me a mule. And the husband says to her, is all well? And she says, yes, all is well. So he questions, why does she want a donkey? And she says, I need to go see the prophet. And he says, well, what do you need to go see the prophet for? The day is not the day you go to see the prophet. And she responds, it all is well. Well, when Elijah see her coming, he sends his servant and say, go ask her, is all well with your husband? Is all well with the child? And she said, it's all well. How can you keep saying it's all well when your child is dead? Amen. Because faith does not face facts. Amen. The faith says, I know that in whom I have believed and I am persuaded that you're able to do abundantly abundantly all that I could ask to think of thee. Amen. So we can't allow our facts, amen, what is going on to stop us from believing and trusting in God. We know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible lets us know that she has spent all of her money. She had got worse and none better. Fact says you're through. Fact says there's no help 
for you. But what did she do? She kept searching. She kept pressing. And one day Jesus came into the crowd. And someone had told her about a man called Jesus Christ. And she says, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. And even though faith says there's nothing can be done, she touched Jesus' garment and immediately her blood stopped and she was made completely whole. Don't allow what you see to stop you from believing and trusting in God's abilities. Amen. We must believe that what he says and his word is true. Sometimes we just got to let go to build our faith. Sometimes we've got to suffer sometime to build our faith. Amen. Or else we'll never reach that level of trust and faith that God wants us to believe in. Amen. Jacob did not want to let Benjamin go. Amen. Down into Egypt. But finally he got to that point uh, in his life. Uh, Jacob says, all these things are against me. Amen. But nevertheless, amen. We've heard that this morning. I'm going to have to let him go in order to get my other son back. Amen. He did not realize at the time by letting Benjamin go, he would get both Simeon and Joseph back into his life. Sometimes you just got to let go in order to trust God. Sometimes you got to be able to say, God, I just don't understand it all. I can't figure it out all, God, but I'm trusting you and I'm leaning not to my own understanding, but I'm leaning on you, Lord, for the things that I need. I lean on you. When I don't know just what to do, I've got the faith you're going to see me through. You supply my every need and I lean on you. Amen. We've got to trust God. Faith says that God is working things out in His perfect will for my life. Amen. And I can wait and I can endure and I can suffer if need to be until He completes. This is why Paul says in Philippians 1.6 that He which has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. He's going to perform what He started in you. He started a good work in you, and He's going to complete a good work in you. You just keep walking by faith and don't lean to your own understanding. Amen. Faith doesn't make anything easy. It just makes all things possible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Faith is just taking God at His word and not questioning Him. David says it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. He said, the Lord is on my side. What can man do unto me? Hallelujah. God is with us. Amen. Faith doesn't believe that all things is good. Faith just believes that all things is working together for my good. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Joshua had so much faith. Amen. When he was in the battle, he commanded the sun to stand still. He commanded the moon to get into the valley. And the Bible says there's never been another day that God has hearkened unto a man as he did to Joshua that day. When you have enough faith to know that God is working on your behalf, amen, you can say, amen, sun stand still and moon move over here, amen, and it 
will happen when Elijah summons up up on top of Mount Carmel and say, how long have you between two opinions? If God be God, then serve Him. If it Baal, then serve Him. The 450 false prophets of Baal and the 404 prophets that sit at Jezebel's table, actually there's 850 of them. He summons them to the top of Mount Carmel. And as he mocked him, you see, God will work for you when your faith is trusted in him. How could he get so much faith that challenged them that the God that answered by fire would be called God? Amen. That's putting faith to the test. Uh, amen. Because if God doesn't come through for him, amen, he's going to look foolish. Uh, but he had enough faith to believe that when he went to God, that God would do what he said he would do. Amen. And as always, be it done unto you according to your faith. Amen. He believed that God would do it, and God did it. Amen. When Elijah, amen, picked up the mantle that fell down from Elijah, he had to believe, amen, that when he smoked that Jordan River, that that river was going to part. Amen. And it did. But you notice what happened before he picked it up. Amen. Elijah had to build his faith, uh, not in Elijah, but in the God of Elijah. And as a result, uh, everywhere Elijah went, uh, Elisha was right there. Elisha says to him, stay here, because God is sending me to Bethel. He says, as the Lord liveth, uh, and as my soul liveth, I will not depart from you. And he followed him, even though there was naysayers on the side, constantly saying, don't you know that God is going to take your master's head away from you today. He says, I know it, but be quiet. Just hold your peace. And Elijah, he followed him to Bethel. And Elijah said to him, stay here. God is sending me to Jericho. And he says, as the Lord liveth and as my soul liveth, I will not depart from you. And those same naysayers was on the side saying, hey boy, your, master, your master's head is going to be gone today. He says, I know it, but be quiet. The devil's always going to try to get you to stop. And he followed him. And Elijah said to Elijah, stay here. God is sending me across the Jordan. He says, as the Lord liveth, and as my soul liveth, I won't leave you. And those 50 prophets said, yes. going to take his head. He says, I know it. Just be quiet. <laughs> they parted the water. They walked through the other side. And they got on the other side. And Elijah turns back to Elijah and says, what do you want? He said, just a double portion of your spirit. All I want is a double portion of your spirit. And Elijah says to him, if you see me when God takes me away, it'll be done. And all of a sudden, a whirlwind came through with the chariots of fire. And he says, my Lord, my Lord, the chariots of God and the heart horsemen thereof. And Elijah was taken up. And all of a sudden, that mantle fell back down to the ground. And he walked over and he picked it up. And he walked right back to the Jordan River and smoked the Jordan River. 
river and says, where is the God of Elijah? And the river split hither and thither, and he walked back across on dry ground. Amen. And the Bible lets me know that Elijah did twice as many miracles as Elijah did. Amen. Why? Because it be it done unto you according to your faith. Amen. You see, your faith is exhibit. It gets its energy out of love. Amen. And we know that God is love this morning. Amen. Paul lets us know in Galatians 5, 6, he says, faith worketh by love. Amen. Love for what? Love for God Himself. Love for God's Word. Love for God's people. God's commandments. God's truth. Amen. God's lost people. Amen. Because God is love. Amen. And faith works with love. This is why James says, you show me your faith by your works. Without your works and I show you mine by my works. If there ever been anything that was a work, it would be love. Because it takes a lot to love people. (laughs) And faith work it by love, Paul says. Amen. But there's no fear in love because perfect love casteth out fear. Amen. Jesus said unto them, Be it done unto you according to your faith. And we know faith comes by hearing, and it comes by hearing the Word of God because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only gotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Amen. Faith works according to the level of your love for Christ. Amen. And His Word. Amen. This is why we are called to be a doer of God's Word. We know that God is the Word. So as we're doing it, we become a lover of the things of God. And so the more we love God, the stronger our faith is going to be. This is why the first commandment is, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and all your strength. If you love God with all your being, your faith is going to rise to a level that you'll be able to trust God and believe Him for anything that you have need of and you won't lean to your own understanding. Faith work it with love. Amen. When you look at Paul's life, what do you think we see so many miraculous things happen in Paul's life and in his ministry? He has such a great love for God. This is what Paul says in Romans 8. Who shall separate me from the love of God? Shall tribulation, shall distress, shall persecution, shall nakedness, shall peril or sword? He says, no, as it is written for thy sake. We are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. He says, nay, and all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Paul had a love for God. He had a love for the things of God. He had a love for the church of God. And because he had such a love for God and the things of God, his faith was so elevated. 
motivated that he could believe in the ship in Acts 27 to be able to say, be of good cheer because I believe God that none of you are going to lose your life. He was able to say, stand up, amen, in the, in the sanctuary to the widowed hand. He, he trusted God. He believed in God. When you mix your faith with your love, miraculous things will happen in your life. Praise God. Because faith worketh by love. See, most of us have eros love. We have philios love. But we're missing agape. We're missing that key love. See, and this is what sometimes I believe it is blocking our faith. The man came to Jesus. He says, Lord, my son is tormented with the devil. And Jesus asked him, do you believe I am able to do this? He says, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. See, if we never reach agape, there's always going to be that doubt in there. See, I, I can have the filios, I can have the eros, but if, if I get to agape, that love that God commands me to love everybody, that love that God says, hey, this is a me here. If you ever look at the fruit of the Spirit, the first thing that comes out is love. Amen. Now these three, faith, hope, and charity, but the greatest of these is agape. Agape is the highest love that you can ever get because you're putting your trust in God. Amen. You're loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And this love, you give it away. Amen. It don't make any difference how other people treat you, what other people say about you. No matter how many names others call you or backbite you, you have a love for God. Your trust is not in man. Your trust is in God. And you believe in God that He will work all things together for your good. Amen. we got to get to that agape love. Amen. So that we can able to see the miraculous uh, take place in our lives uh, and see the miraculous take place in others' lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. we got plenty of eros and filios. Love. Well, let's get to agape. Let's get to that love that God wants us to have so that we can see the miraculous. Let's get in that highway that's called straight. Amen. Let's get in that way of agape love. Faith worketh by love. When Jesus came after Lazarus was dead, amen, he came and he talked to Martha. And the Bible makes no qualm. It lets us know that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus. Amen. He loved them. Amen. The same way that he loves you. Amen. So God in the flesh is trying to show you and I that if we prevent this agape love, that we can make things happen. Amen. That's why he told Martha, did not I say to you, if you would believe that you will see the glory of God? She says, don't roll the stone away. He's thinking. Jesus says, I told you, you will see the glory of God if you can just believe. Because all things are possible to him that believed. And it lets us know that he loved them. Amen. So God in the flesh is now operating in the flesh. He's showing them 
love. And as a result, now he exercised his faith and says, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came out of that grave. Amen. And Jesus says, loose him and let him go. There's many bound today. But I'm here to tell you, if we get agape love and we let it work with our faith, we can say to the dead, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And they will come out from among them. And then we can say, loose them and let them go. Don't lean to your own understanding. But all things are working together for them that love God, to them who are the call according to His purpose. Paul says in Hebrews chapter 4 that the children of Israel could not enter into the promised land because they did not mix what they heard with their faith. They didn't mix the word with their faith. In other words, they didn't mix love with their faith. They had promises from God. I'm taking you to a better place. Just love me. And they didn't mix it. They murmured. They complained. They bickered all the way in the wilderness. And as a result, when they got to the promised land, they can't get in. Because why? They didn't have faith to believe God's ability. That's why the psalmist says in Psalm 77, 3, I meant 77, he says, I complained and I was overwhelmed. And Paul lets us know that we should not allow what happened to them to happen to us. So when we hear the word of God, we've got to mix it with our faith so that we can see things happen. Because Jesus says, be it done unto you according to your faith. And James says, you show me your faith by your works, uh, without your works, and I will show you mine by my works. Amen. Praise God. We've got to make it work here. Amen. God says, be it done unto you according to your faith. We've got to get our faith higher. Amen. Amen. And it starts with the love for God and the things of God. Amen. And Matthew chapter 8, amen, verse 5. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a centurion here. And when Jesus was coming to Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and said, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the pauses, grievously tormenting. See love there? How many of your bosses would go to Jesus on your behalf? Notice, here's the captain of the troops. He goes to Jesus and says, Lord, my servant is sick. He's showing love for one of his. And notice what he says here. He's tormented. And Jesus said to him, well, I'll come and heal him. Jesus is already picking up on something this centurion. He's already picking up something in this soldier. He says, I'll come and hit him. And notice what the centurion says. Answer him, Lord, oh, whoa, Jesus. I'm not worthy that you should even come under my roof. But speak the word only, 
and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he come, and to my servant do this, and he do it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled. In other words, Jesus went, wow. Did you hear what I just heard? Wow. You spell wow back both ways, W-O-W, right? <laughs> wow. He marveled and said unto and followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. I have not seen it. In other words, the man is saying, you, I'm not even worthy of you to come to my house. I'm an authority too. I, I understand what authority is. Uh, but yours is much higher than mine. <laughs> and so you, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house, so I just need you to speak the word. And Jesus says, I have not found so great a faith, no and not. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out in the outer darkness, shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, be it done unto you. In other words, be it done unto you according to your faith. <laughs> and his servant was healed in the self same hour. Why? Because faith worketh by love. Amen. And you can get what you want. Amen. Don't allow something to block your love for God. Don't allow something to block your faith. Amen. We've got to trust and believe. Those two blind men says, Lord, you can heal us. Jesus says, do you believe? And they says, yes, Lord. He says, be it done unto according to you, according to your faith. As I said earlier, faith don't look at facts. Amen. It never gives up. All things are possible to them that can believe. Hannah was being tormented constantly by her adversary, but she wanted a child, and she just kept going forth. Amen. And she went to the sanctuary, and as Hannah, amen, began to cry out to God, Eli accused her of being drunk. Amen. But she says, no, my Lord, don't cast, don't clarify me with, with one of the women of Belial. Amen. And as a result, uh, after Hannah poured out her heart to God, Eli says to her, Go in peace, uh, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast of him. David will read aright. Uh, now I know that the Lord will save his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots, uh, some in horses. Uh, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. God, they have brought 
down and fallen, but we're risen to stand upright. And Hannah birthed a man by the name of Samuel, which became one of the greatest prophets in Israel. Why? Because fact says you're barren. You're not going to have a child. But she kept her faith. She kept her love for the things of God. She kept her love for the house of God. And as a result, God heard her prayer. And as a result, it was done according to her faith. And not only did she have just Samuel, she had some more kids as well. I want you to understand. Don't lead to your own understanding. On the other side of brokenness, that's where Jesus is. Abraham and Sarah, amen, was 75 years old when God told them they would have a child. But amen, it was 25 years later, they still kept loving God. They have built a friendship with God. And the Bible says, uh, fact says you're too old. Amen. Fact says you're 100. You're not going to have any kids. You're 90. You're not going to have any kids. But the substance says, they that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of my God. They shall bear for fruit. Uh, they shall be old and flourish in, in the house of God. Amen. To show that the Lord is righteous uh, and He is upright. Uh, amen. You can trust Him. Amen. Don't give up. Hold on. Praise God. I want to encourage somebody here today. Hold on. Don't give up. No matter what the facts have said. No matter how bad the facts looks. Amen. You mix your faith with your love for God. Amen. And it'll be done according to your faith. Amen. The Bible lets me know that in the book of Hebrews, these all died, having not received the promise. But they saw them afar off and was braced by them. Amen. And they held on to them. Amen. And these things are written for our example. Paul writing to the church in Hebrews 10.35 he says, cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just have got to live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. For we are not of them that draw back to perdition. We are dim believed of them who believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So I want to encourage you to mix your faith with your love for God and hold on in the storm. Though billows roll, He keeps my soul. My Heavenly Father watches over me and I trust in God. I know He cares for me. Amen. On the mountain bleak or on the storm, and see. Though billows roll, He keeps my soul. My Heavenly Father watches over me, and I trust in Him. Peter said that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, and whom though now you see Him not, you believe you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls.
Praise God. Be it done unto you according to your faith. Amen. You can do it. And I just want to encourage you today to hold on. Just hold on in there. Get to that agape love and mix your faith with the love of God today. And let's see what God would do. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're here this morning, amen, and you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, I want to encourage you today to repent of your sins and bury that old man in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and let God put His love and His Spirit inside of you so that you can walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Praise God. Can you trust in God this morning? Amen. Maybe we should sing that song again. Amen. Unless you got something else. Amen. Amen.